the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Alright, welcome to Nerdables episode 164. This week, myself, Chris, Mikey, and Ethan are going to be talking about all of the trailers that dropped. Trailers? Trailers. 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 There were a lot of trailers that dropped. Uh, we Sound had... like the, the kid that's like three years old that has the little lisp or, you know, says the W along with every word they said. Trailers. Trailers. It's so trailers. We had what? Spider-Man... Homecoming, Transformers, The Last Night, Guardians of the Galaxy, actually the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, Baywatch. <laughs> it doesn't really fit into our belly whip, but it was kind of funny. Oh, it was funny. And then, and uh, then tonight we saw... Fast 8, or Furious 8, or The Fate, fate of, of the, the Eight, or whatever the hell it is. Are they in space yet? Yes. That's, that's the last place they gotta go. Yes. They gotta go to space. They... Their mission is to hijack a spaceship and steal the bank. On Figured Mars. Uh, Elon there would be sending them into space. Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm going to send you guys into space with all these cars. My new mission is to make a Toyota Corolla go to Mars. <laughs> but then the mummy also dropped, but you know, we didn't. Nobody cares going... about that. We get the mummy out of the way. It was, as Mikey quoted, it's. Well, Mikey hates everything Tom Cruise, so it doesn't matter. Mummy impossible. If, if, if it wasn't Tom Cruise and it was somebody else in that movie, I would still hate it because that's not the mummy. So it's the yeah, only. I don't think you would have said it was Mission Impossible. Everyone's just on the, like, oh, it's Mission Impossible because Tom Cruise is in it. Yes, Tom Cruise looks like he does in the Mission Impossible, just like he does in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if it's a different actor, Jack Reacher gonna, or out, whatever. So it's the only mummy movie that makes the Brendan Fraser look really good. Makes the Mummy Three look amazing. <laughs> that was the one that was in Japan or uh, China. When, the other uh, mummy movies were there besides the original. There was the Mummy, the Mummy Two, mummy and the, the Mummy Returns. I know. But why does it, I'm sure the original Mummy may think that if you watched go back and watch the original, maybe you would think, oh, this makes the Brendan Fraser one look good. No, the original Mummy makes, is much better than the Brendan Fraser, and that was done in what 1960, 1950. Well, it was a different. It was a different. Sensibility. It's just like this. This mummy is a completely different sensibility than one that was released in the mid '90s. True. When every action film had to be campy because we can't take action seriously. Action films have to be campy and dumb. People have to get monk shots. What are we going to do to defeat the bad guy in True Lies? Let's have him fly backwards on the plane and smash his balls into the tail fin. Yeah, that's serious. So it's very effective. Yeah, I remember seeing the mummy and just going, "Eh, "Like." Eric loves that film, and I watch him like it's dumb. I enjoyed the first Mummy. Movie. I can it's... enjoy it a little more now, but at the time, I was really angry with it in a, in a way because I'm like, just be a little more serious instead of just kind of straightforward. That's the dumb. thing. I think I, I always took it as just a fun movie to watch. Well, that's the thing. Is, is I wouldn't. I was done with campy mm-hmm. action movies. I wanted a more realistic action. Movie. Like we had films in the '80s, which you look back now are just like, oh, they are super campy, but they took themselves seriously. So you really fall in love with something like <laughs> Total Recall or Predator or some yeah. of the, you know Ari's films, or even Sylvester Stallone's films. Oh, my films are great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but then everything yeah, but this fell one... out after that, and everything was super campy and super right. dumb. No one was willing to take anything seriously. This so one you, almost so you just saw straight... something like like the Mummy of Brendan Fraser and knocking stuff over there. It's a good thing this is all good wood. Dang right. Um, 
So yeah, but this one was straight up like ripping off the uh, the Mission Impossible plane uh, stunt. That yeah, any last plane one. that crashes is going to look the same sort of thing. I mean, it's that the, them falling out of the plane looked more like World War Z than it did Mission Impossible, where he's on the side of the plane. Somebody else said that they made that yeah. comparison. It, it's, it's if a plane explodes in midair. Here's what's going to happen. Stuff's going to fly all over the place. Yeah. It's interesting because it's not uh, a male mummy, apparently. It's you know, female. It's a female mummy. Sort of thing. So, I don't know. I wasn't something I was looking forward to one way or the other anyway, so the trailer didn't really sway me. Yeah, I, it didn't. I it wasn't really impressed with that one. Um, you, you just go from one non-impressive to another, <laughs> straight into Transformers 5. Transformers 5 was... Absolutely incomprehensible. No idea what's going on. Like no, no inkling of what the story could even start to be. It seems other like it's than time travel. Some, I don't even think it's time travel. It's some sort of impending. You know, I thought it was Unicron. You see a shot of this kind of planet or moon or whatever headed towards Earth, but Optimus is dead in space. Well, and apparently, he's back his, and apparently, he looks totally different, and he tries to kill Bumblebee and. Josh Duhamel and Mark Wahlberg are still in it because, you know, Mark Wahlberg became a part of the military or something. Oh, yeah. he, he okay. in, he's an inventor. He invented a gun. Uh, and then there's these three kids for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. one of the kids wants to well, fight. Well, see, I figured it out. now because of Stranger Things. I figured out why why Optimus Prime well, this was, was dead in space. Was because he remember at the end of the last he was one? Was tired of making movies? No, he launches himself no, up no, into I know, space. I know why he's in space. So his his. his Boosters must not have lasted very long because he was dead before he I got to Saturn. I knew why he would be in space, but then I'm just like, I don't understand. Now he's back and he's trying to kill Bumblebee. Yeah, and it just, but completely and utterly incomprehensible. That space but it, it just sh- messes with your mind, man. It shows like you, you see like medieval England, and well, no, it tries to connect this idea that the Transformers have been here for so many years. Yeah, well, we already, well, I mean, knew, we already that. knew that. They said yeah. that. So it's. I think it goes. Wasn't that the whole point of the uh, the rise of the fallen or whatever the one where well, it was there and it's yeah. also in four because of Transformium. Yeah, that was here during the dinosaurs. So the Cybertronians have always come to Earth to do something, <laughs> one of something or other. And so the because idea they needed here a, they needed a human they in took the human in the mix. But somehow they Trump's going to build a wall to keep the they Transformers wrote, out. Yeah. They rope Sir Anthony Hopkins into this film. Yes. I mean, that, that's, again, like... He didn't I'm want to do I'm another not, Thor. I'm, I'm not going to do this film. Um, there's a Brinks truck outside. I'm going to do this film. He didn't want to do another Thor because he hated the director of Thor 2. 2, yes. He hated Thor Dark World. The director of 3 convinced him to come back and do it. And right. play a much bigger role than what he was originally intended for. Because he liked the script and he really liked the director, so he came back and did that film. To have someone convince you to do a film, the third part of a franchise that you've already been in, versus we're going to put you in Transformers, you're going to work with Michael Bay, who a lot of people do not enjoy working with, and you're going to be the fifth part of a franchise in which the first one was received, the second one was huh, the third one was uh, and the fourth one was this is one of the biggest turds on the planet. Now you're going to put Sir Anthony Hopkins in five. Because like, we have because to make be amazing. it, you know, because it works so well for of, Marvel. It just, it just, it was, it was bizarre. I've seen it twice simply because I couldn't really comprehend what I saw the first time. Four, then, that is. No, no, no. I've seen the trailer. Oh, twice. the trailer. <laughs> no, no. I, I have no. There's nothing that would really make me want to see four 
again. Like I said, I'll watch two again way more than four. <sighs> two, though, I know. Anyone who says differently is completely wrong. It's just the balls. I can't get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, one And the scene. farting robot. Take, and take the balls and the for, farting robot and make it two and a half hours. And then, then you four. have the... the, the <laughs> At least I know... Urban what, bots. I, I don't care. I, Brandon was going on with the soup. It's so racist. So so is episode one. Sure. So is episode three, for that matter, because the Gung... Or not the, the Gungans. The, um, the Nemodians are all over it. Yes. I don't care about the bots. Nobody made that big a deal about the bots being, you know... Yeah, they're stupid. They're dumb. Whatever. Um, I could easily take that film. I'll watch that film twice before I ever watch four again. Four <laughs> is so completely ludicrous. Oh, I know. I, I impossible. I tried to get through it one other time. I saw it like it was on HBO. Two, or I can follow I like, the plot. This is the reasons that that I would pick two over four. And I'm not saying two is any good. Why I would pick two over four? The plot is more comprehensible, yes. which is really saying something because it's really not. And that was written but during know, the writer's strike. Well, that's why it never got fixed. Yeah. They shot it without a, without an actual script. Or without a doctored script. They, right. sh- they shot it with a first draft. So a lot of changes were made on set with no writers. But I, I kind of know what they're going. They have to go get something. I know yes. it's the simplest plot in, in moviedom. They have to go get something. I couldn't tell you what the point of four was. Uh... I could not tell you because there's a bounty hunter in it, but he's not the bad guy. Kelsey Grammer is somehow who's working with Stanley Tucci. And, and also he, it's great because anybody's He's in. building other robots. But that and... wasn't the point of the first two-thirds of the film. No... The problem um, is that the, the plot that they give you They at were the trying end, to find the, the plot, transform, the, the plot, Autobots. And... The plot that they give you at the end of that film has nothing to do with the first two-thirds of the film. The first two-thirds of the film is the bounty hunter chasing Optimus Prime, but then it turns into Stanley Tucci made cars that turn into blocks. Right, but... but, but um, you can keep going. It's not going to make any sense. But Kelsey Grammer was working with the bounty hunter to try to track down the Autobots... Because that's why they uh-huh. showed up at the farm. Yeah, and then it doesn't go. Then, then that leaves. Yeah, the last third of the film has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. So, and first, for some reason, the Transformers point, were in the hiding at, after Chicago. Two has a has a more sensical plot than four. My second point is I'll watch Shia LaBeouf and Megan and Fox any day over Mark Wahlberg, whoever plays his daughter. And the Aussie in the middle. Oh come on! He had a card that allowed nope. him to be with the underage nope. girl. That's that. Was, that was three. God. Three is two. Does not stop in the middle of it to try and explain <laughs> to you why two characters are allowed to have sex. It's not statutory rape, right? When the easiest thing to do was just to change her age to eighteen. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Like, well, well we got to make sure she gets denied into college. You can get denied going to college when you're nineteen. Sure, it's okay. She, you, gra- two, you can graduate two high school has at eighteen. Pieces of it that are funny to me. I still chuckle. I think the the Transformers that are in it are a lot more appealing. Because outside of Optimus, the rest of the Autobots there are terrible. Mm-hmm. Blade or whatever, or Whirl and Iron... It's not even Ironhide. I don't no, even it know, was I Hound. I don't even know who John Goodman is. Hound. Hound. The Dinobots are worthless. Well, the Dinobots there's, are... No, there's no other characters. There's no other Transformers in that film yeah. that are worth a damn. Because there's no evil <laughs> Transformer except for this bounty hunter that you know nothing about. Well, mm-hmm. Galvatron... Galvatron has, does nothing. That's true. He doesn't even have a line. Does so, he have a line? Are you sure? No. He doesn't. He says like one thing that is in Megatron's voice. And then they they had the copy of Bumblebee, which didn't doesn't yeah, say he's this, mindless. So two, I'll take two over four because there are other Transformers in it that were enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Versus four has nothing. So for the, yeah, those because three all or four of those ones that alone, kept coming after him, they they were just mindless they were just drones. drones. They said they only made fifty of them. 
they at least destroy 875 of them. When they're in Hong Kong? Oh, yeah. yeah. He says he only made 50 cars, which means there should be only 50 of these Decepticon robots. Right. And they destroy way more than 50. Mm-hmm. So it just, I would, I would watch, two, like I said, I will watch two twice before I'll ever watch four again. Four was absolutely <sighs> terrible. And this one, just even so the So my trailer. friend asked me this week, because he saw, he, he's going through like best films of the 70s or whatever, and he started to watch Caligula. It oh was wow! On this list. He didn't know what it was. And he got twenty minutes into it and ejected the disc and was just like, "I can't," you know, because the stories of that that movie are insane. Because it's, oh, it's yeah. released as a rated R, but it should have been X, and it was all the porno was shot separately. Yeah. Then three like Oscar worthy actors like J- J- uh, John Gilgood is in it. I can't remember the other two, but it's it's people like right. Anthony Hopkins and and uh, I can't think of a, you know like Meryl Streep or something. A little, you know, sure. High caliber actors and actresses who were in it. Who shot a completely different movie than what ended up on the screen? <laughs> so anyway, he he put on Facebook like, "What's the worst film? The absolute worst film you've ever seen?" You know, not just in the theater, but the worst film you've ever seen. I was like, "Wow, I got like four or five, you know, pieces." It's hard to choose between the big hit, dra- the live action Dragon Ball Z, and Transformers Four. That wasn't an MST3K film. I mean, if it was, if it was, if it was, did you watch a terrible film through MST3K? It would be Manos Hands of Fate. Which is an absolutely atrocious film, but the funniest MSD three K. Uh, I don't. I can't even think of the worst film that I, I saw in the theater. That I mean, I absolutely. I guess Green Lantern would be, which is amazing because you've seen a lot of crap, but not in theater. Liking, not in theater. No though. matter what. No, it's not even theater. What I'm saying it's, it's Just the worst general, film you've ever yeah. seen. Um, There's well, a lot of crappy well, films the, you watch over and over again, like Green Lantern. The last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was pretty bad. I mean, it was it was on par with being one of the worst things I've ever seen. I only seen fifteen minutes of it while I was sitting at lunch, in that place, and it was it was atrociously bad. Megan uh, Fox in a schoolgirl uniform couldn't save that film, and that was over within the first, literally the first yeah, ten was, minutes of the movie. Um, Transformers Four was pretty bad too. I don't know. It ha- it have to be one of those big blockbusters like that. Um, Terminator Genesis, maybe. Terminator Genesis would probably be in my, would be in my top seven or something easily. Yeah, Genesis was horrible. Um, Genesis was offensively bad. <laughs> Anything Michael Bay makes. <laughs> well, no, the early stuff I still like. You know, The Rock and mm-hmm. Armageddon. Um, no, Armageddon's terrible. Uh, Armageddon's when you, I used to like that until I went back. Speaking of bad boys. Um, it was boys, announced bad that Bad Boys three. three and Four will be released. <laughs> three and Four, <laughs> and Four will be released in 2019 when they're going to release uh, Spider Man Homecoming two. Speaking of Spider Man Homecoming, we got Spider Man Homecoming. No, let's talk about the fact that Martin Lawrence will have a job, <laughs> right? I'm assuming he's coming back. He's coming back, and so is Will Smith. Will Smith needs a job too. Yeah. Well, oh, wait, no, he's in Collateral. I was going to say, has he done a movie since After Earth? But he's in... Yeah, he was in oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, that's right. And he was in that, that uh, concussion movie last year. Uh, at the NFL. Yeah. And the Collateral Beauty. The Collateral yeah, Beauty. Something that. It's coming out. He's a film to dispel he, that he, myth that his... Uh, he didn't his... care that it was... Um, it could be a bad movie. He thought it was a great point. Or like a great idea. Well, he also... Like he also it said, looks like it's a good movie. He also said that filming it helped him cope with the... Um, his father was dying over the last year. He died in November. Mm. And he said that filming that movie helped him deal with his impending... You know, He knew he was going to pass away within a few months or whatever. Yeah. No. So I had to look up... 
I had to find my documentation because yet another person said the famous scene in the in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when his dad leaves and he's crying was unscripted and it was him about losing his father. It's like Will Smith's father never left him. Will right. Smith's father has been in his life his entire time. Right. He he encouraged him to be a rapper. He encouraged him to be an actor. <laughs> he was his agent when he was a kid. Like he never right. left him. He never went through that. Makes that scene actually more impressive because it's really well done. Yeah. And he didn't tap any raw emotion that he already had. Right. And the person who posted was like, oh, damn. And I'm like, yeah, that thing is completely false. I believe it too when I first read it. And I'm like, I don't want to see. Completely ruins the, yeah. the, their whole perspective of that show, yeah. the, that scene. That was my, that's my favorite overall scene in the entire series. This but time. the crazy thing is, you know, Sony has announced all these films because they're trying desperately to, to fill in their holes with, with movies that people liked. You know, well... That's why they're doing Bad Boys 3 and 4. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if Bay's directing it. I think he's just producing one of, or producing oh, it. Oh, yeah. He produces more stuff than he directs now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't directed by him either. No. He, he also produce, he, he produces that uh, Stars TV show, uh, Black Sails, which is actually a very good show. Yeah, you being can, a producer doesn't mean... I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people produce that are very different. Yeah. I mean, I mean Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is almost like he directed it. I'm sure he well, was very heavy-handed on yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably something where there's certain decisions that are made that, as an executive producer, he has final say with, say with where something like Black Sales, it may just be he's he's the one that hires the people that figure out how go to do shoot this. It. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, my production company, but go do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, it's probably there's there's probably eighty producers on a show like that. Yeah, rather than having someone, you know, you're probably filming multiple episodes concurrently. You've got you know, showrunners. It's not just a showrunner. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I doubt, you know, they're calling him going, all right, so these two ships show up. What happens next? <laughs> we know? need a third ship. Michael, can you come down here and blow one up for us? Um, uh, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Um, You're talking about Sony filling holes. Yes. Uh, well, okay, does anyone want to see a Bad Boys 3 or 4? Oh, no. Matter. Does they, do you think? Remember, we, we two talk, was crazy. I love the end of two, where mm-hmm. it's two cops from Miami get a bunch of special forces troopers to invade Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Baywatch, yeah. <laughs> but, but and that's why we'll get through Sony. Uh, let me finish this, and then we'll go. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll save Spider Man for that. And we'll go right into that. One. But here's the thing: we we talked about this with Alice in Wonderland. It was like six years after the last one when they released Through the Looking Glass. And the momentum that the first one had was completely gone. No one cared anymore. Mm-hmm. You're I don't talking. No one would have cared then either. You're talking about 15 years at least. Yeah, between but you, these. that's a case by case basis because you're talking about f- almost 15 years between Jurassic Park three and Jurassic World. And Jurassic Park three was a uh, almost a failure. Sure. And Jurassic World, if it wasn't for you know Star Wars showing up, would have been the number one film of the year. Right. So, but do you think? Do you think it's something like if they if they well, they have to keep the time period, you know, the, the, keep it linear. Maybe they retired and they come back. It depends if it's a film that can capture people's imaginations. And straightforward action films don't do that anymore. Do you unless think, they're very hard. Do you think they'll do it more film. like 21 and 22 Jump Street? I don't think they're going to do it as a comedy because it doesn't fit in the tone of the thing. It'll be an action film. It'll probably be campy and stupid, just like the first two really were. It'll play on, you know, Will Smith delivering one-liners and Martin Lawrence playing the straight man. It'll be the same formula. It just depends if anyone's going to fall for it. 
yeah. and say, oh, this looks awesome. Yeah. Versus, you know, you saw the, the, the first trailer for Jurassic World. And even as a Jurassic Park fan, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to suck. Oh, that looks kind of cool. Oh, that looks kind of cool. Ooh, Raptors <laughs> running next to the motorcycle. Oh, shit. I'm in. <laughs> this is okay. And then go to see it. And it was, it was fun and enjoyable. It's not a fantastic film by any means, but it's good sure. enough to be fun and, and, and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So who knows? And like I said, I saw Bad Boys. I saw Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 is nuts. Um, but the Baywatch, I mean, is made by the same guys that did Twenty One, Twenty Two, Jump Street. Pretty much, yeah. And so yes, Baywatch is is much like Twenty One, Twenty Twenty Two, Jump Street. Much, we'll just start with Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street is these guys take this concept that was treated seriously. This is the flip side, right? What we were talking about earlier, treated seriously while I was on television, and go, this is dumb. No one would do this, right? Let's play that. That's the same thing here. Well, they, they Baywatch, tried that especially with, uh, once, Bay, once Baywatch got uh, Baywatch was on NBC for a season, and then it was sold into syndication, uh-huh. and UPN picked it up. And within a few years, it was the most popular show in the world. Yeah, Germany, not in the Germany States. loved it. Well, no, not only Germany, Europe, yeah, and Asia and South America. People loved that show. Mm-hmm. Because it was the dumbest thing on the planet. Yeah. It had the slow mo riding. It had gorgeous women in, you know, these are regulation suits. No, they're not. They're, they're cut right. way higher than anything you would see on on a, on a beach in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They they were always somehow every beach in Southern California or the beaches that they had some kind of drug lord or some kind. Yeah, and of... that's where it became that that stupid. You know, everything was a terrorist <laughs> threat and everything, and so. It, when they do that in the trailer, there's a point in the trailer where the guy says, "These are lifeguards. You do it. I mean, it was we're in lifeguard pursuit. Yeah, we're like, that's not a thing. Like that, I'm like, okay, they get it. Right. And this idea that they wouldn't have done any of these sort of things, you know? Right. The lifeguard sees a drug deal on the beach. Doot, doot, doot. Hello, nine one one. Yeah, this is Bill with Baywatch. Just saw two guys training cocaine down on the beach. Okay, I'll see you in a minute. Click, yeah. and that's it. You know, make the sure only thing of that trailer that I thought, okay, a lifeguard would do is if you see a boat on fire, run if there's somebody on it. Even then, you probably call the coast guard. <laughs> you probably call the coast guard. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, it, Starring it, Dwayne it, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, it's uh, Dwayne Johnson's in it, who is dreamy as always. <laughs> I love him. He's so fantastic. Zach Efron. Zach Efron, who has redeveloped himself into a comedic actor. Oh, yeah. Completely. It's just like, yeah, let's make fun of the fact that I'm hot and I'm dumb. Right. And I'll do all these films where I'm hot and I'm dumb. Like the um, whole, uh, you people. What do you mean, you people? Dude, yeah. you're just tan. Dude. <laughs> you're just tan. My brother. <laughs> it was it was crazy. I mean, it was just it was stupid on every level, but in a way that you would enjoy, just like 21 Jump Street. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you watched it and just went... My God, this is dumb, but it's funny. You know, like it got it. This yeah. whole concept. Of I was curious to hear what you were going to say about this one. That one I no, saw. No, I, I, I laughed. At, I mean, I, I don't know if I would go see it. You yeah, know, I didn't go see Twenty One Jump Street. We saw it here, mm-hmm. but it's not a film that I would be opposed to seeing at some point. But at some yeah. point, David Hasselhoff is supposed to make an appearance in but there. Of course, of course he, does. he is. He's still looking. And I, I think Pamela Anderson movie. makes an appearance in it I don't too. Think Pamela Anderson's dead, isn't she? <laughs> She? No, she she carried her uh, hep- uh, hepatitis C. No, didn't she? Didn't she marry that old dude and die? <laughs> I don't think you're talking about the right blonde with big tits. <laughs> the right Playboy model blonde. Uh, that would be uh, Anna very, Nicole. <laughs> very very similar career path to start, and then one went this way yep. to marry an oil tycoon who was four times her age. And this one's like, I'll be on Tool Time, whatever. I don't care. Um. And they did barbed wire. Yep. 
<laughs> Bob Wire almost ended Bob her Wire. career. And uh, then she almost? married then she married Tommy Lee. I don't know about almost. Um I don't even know what payment would look like now. She doesn't look good. Really? No, she does not. <laughs> um Wasn't she the focus of that 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 scene in Borat too? Yeah, he was. She was the love interest of Borat. That's it was yeah, like the fat guy wanted her or something, and then they had. Well, no, he. The whole reason Borat was traveling was so he can meet Pan Anderson. Was that what it was? And then when the fat guy finds like the pictures that he has in his folder, he becomes like infatuated with her, and then that's the whole reason they got into a fight like midway into the movie or something. Uh, It's funny as one of the other uh, girls that was on Baywatch's mom at uh, at at Arabella's school. Mm-hmm. I see her every day walking in. Which or... one? <sighs> Who's the one that was at... Remember when we were at Frankenson's um, and there was one of the Baywatch models there that was... Oh, like remember that models. time we went to Frankenson's 12 years ago? <laughs> but she was she was there signing and doing a signing. and I forget which one it is. I'd have to look it up. Um, no, no, somebody look it up real quick and I, I'll tell you in a minute. Um so we, then we also had two Marvel films, sort of one and a half, I guess, drop this week with big trailers. Yeah, that's, that's a Marvel film. It's just the money's going to Sony. Yeah. Then immediately they announced that they're going to be doing the sequel in 2019. So, so I was trying to figure out which Marvel films are going to be in 2019. You have Avengers Four, Spider Man, Captain Marvel. And I thought there was another one, because I thought Marvel themselves had three. 2019 was supposed to be Inhumans, and they moved it. I thought... Because Captain Marvel got bumped to 2019. They have two slots open that say Untitled Marvel Project, but... No, that's Fox. No, Marvel Marvel has has two for 2020. Hmm. 2019 was supposed to be Avengers 2 and Inhumans, and then they bumped Inhumans when Captain Marvel got moved there. Right. Because Captain Marvel got moved there because of Spider-Man, which Spider-Man bumped something else. Spider-Man, but what was it? Ant-Man 2 or something? Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2, 2, which is going to be in 2018. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, okay, so you've got... Well, it's not Pamela Anderson. Let me see. I have to look at it and see. Oh, my God. Um, is she blonde or is she brunette? She's blonde. Do, um, do, 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 generally no one? No. Kelly Packard? I forgot Kelly Packard was on it. No, I forgot Kelly. I, Kelly Packard. She used to be a crush, crush on her. Erica Lanak? Uh, no. former uh, Playboy Bono, Nicole Eggert. No. She used to be cute, too. Um, Nicole Eggert with Donna Erico. Another former Playboy Bono. No. Nicole um, Eggert was, the, was amazing. Charles in Charge. Charles in Charge, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had such a crush on her in Charles in Charge. Krista Helms. I'm running out of blondes. Marlise Andrade, I don't even know who that is. No. Oh, um, yeah, Carmen Electra was on it. Brandy Roderick, former uh, Playboy Bono. Nope. Nope. Angelica Bridges. Sean Weatherly. She was in. She was the one that was actually on the uh, the, the the original. God, that show ran for twelve no. years. Yeah, oh, it I'm surprised only ran never. I, I didn't think it was ever going to. I watched that first season because I mean that was so stupid. Eric they Lanek went from his son it. being young to yeah. Meet. Sean Weatherly was on it, and then she dies from a. She dies of a shark attack. So we'll get back to that. So what did anybody <laughs> think of, uh, of of Spider-Man? I liked it. Did it feel like a... Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, it felt like an Iron Man film. Did it? Like it's Iron Man 4? Yep. 
because yeah, Robert. I didn't get that. Just no. because of his little cameo right there, and yeah, was it cameo? He, he's had, in half of the trailer. He's not. He's in the first he's, part when he's talking in the limo, and then he's at the he's end. He's in the when limo. He he's at the end. Oh, he's all over. And he meant uh, Parker does mention that he always treats him like a kid. So I mean, he he is a big that influence in this movie. Came right after that, and though. in the international trailer, there's a little bit more to Stark being there, and it kind of gives you a little bit more explanation to what's going on with with Stark. Not much. I mean, it's just basically, you know, that whole thing with Parker in the limo, you know, about the Avengers. It was like, um, uh, it, there's a little bit more where where it's not doesn't make it sound like he's trying to ask to be an Avenger. Hmm. It's more of along the lines of Tony talking about the Avengers and what's going on with the Avengers. And now that most of them are gone. <laughs> yeah. Right. But apparently there's also Tony, there's Tony still shows the signs of, uh, his injuries from civil war. It probably takes place right after it. Yeah. Well, you see, you see Parker, you know, looking at the footage of him circling Ant-Man or giant man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you think? I liked it, but it wasn't. I'm Spider Man doesn't have the same reaction to me that a lot of other people do. He's never what, like a favorite character of mine. Where other people are just like, "We finally get a good Spider Man movie." I'm like, you had two good Spider Man films. Then you yeah. had a really terrible one. You had an okay one. Then you had a really terrible <laughs> one. Right. I mean, Mikey, you Street you read a lot of Spider Man, or you did? Yeah, but I'm still getting amazing, and I get uh, Spider Man with uh, Miles. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy the trailer. I'll probably see it because Marvel has a bigger hand in it. Yeah. Compared to the previous ones, but I'm a little they don't give a shit about any more Spider Man movies because Did you like the uh been too the many. And classic uh comic book mask that they were wearing on the, the See, I don't pay attention to all that shit. I I don't pay attention to the costume unless it changes massively. Right. Like if it goes to black or if it goes to Miles' uh costume. I'm not gonna notice that crap when I give you it didn't, crap. Or what, I give or the, crap about the it. web it make it the web wings. It doesn't make it for me like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, I'm not a comic book person like that. Mm-hmm. I don't nitpick. Right. But um, not like that. Can we all say that we think Zendaya is not playing Mary Jane now? She probably still is. No, she's she could playing be Mary playing Jane. a different version. No, they said that it, they've it come back Melissa and said, or yeah, or whatever the hell it is. They they it said Michelle what? in the beginning. Then it went and said Mary Jane. They, somebody changed it on IMDb right after that news mm-hmm. came out, and then they changed it back. And Disney said somebody from Disney said, "No, we're, we're, just watch the movie to before me, you make that decision." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means it's the same thing as Con, where they try to give right. a different name. To me, they're taking aspects of Gwen Stacy from the Ultimate Verse and putting it onto her character. If it's going to be, let's just say Mary Jane, because Mary Jane was the bookworm in the Ultimate Universe, right? So, and to me, I don't know if uh, his friend's name is true on IMDb at all. Just like what was his friend's name? I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't Genki, and I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna put Genki in it, but Uh, (laughs) because his friend looks exactly like yeah, it looks exactly like Genki. I'm like. Uh, yeah, but I mean, she, I just, she's way too goth in it. She's playing she's not goth. I guess she's, she's just like yeah, a loner. I'm fine with it. She's not, it's not like her hair is dyed black and she's wearing dark eyeshadow. I'm not going to put red black. hair on her. No. She's got dark so, hair anyway. She's dark yeah. clothes, I mean. Well, she's wearing like a flannel. She's not wearing like a black trench coat. No, <laughs> she's wearing a black outfit. Not a. Yeah, but a lot of people were black who weren't gone. You didn't even know she was in the trailer at first. Because she was literally there for half a second. Yeah, I had, I had to go back and watch it because I, I thought I, when yeah, you were referring... I had to watch it too. I'm like, 
I thought you were referring to the girls that they were looking no. at. And I was like, that doesn't look like Zendaya at all. And then I look at the trailer and I was like, oh, the girl sitting at the... T- yeah, okay, that looks like her. So that is her. Okay. I guess it's because Arabella watches all the shows and she's you know on Disney Channel and I hear her voice all the time. Well, I knew who she was as soon as I saw her. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it looked good. I, I like it. I think mm-hmm. he does a good job of Spider-Man. Yeah, no, like I say, it, it's fine. And I'm sure if you're a Spider-Man fan, this would get you excited after... The Vulture was kind of Spider-Man 2. different. Michael Keaton plays a good villain, so... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's a, no, Tony, Tony yeah. Stark's in it three on. times. Yeah. He's in the limo, he's in the... They, they're they there at Stark Industries, and then he's there at the end. Yeah, it's, it Industry seems part. like it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's, just, like, it's real quick. It's in the... There are, like, it, there's a lot of sun, and it's in a hallway. They're walking into yeah. a hallway, uh, and then... Hmm. Yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be Well, fine. if you're going to have Robert Downey Jr. movie, he's probably going to be in a good two-thirds yeah, of be, it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is I think even Marvel, uh, Marvel and Robert Downey Jr. are like... Well, we don't want to make another Iron Man, so we're just going to put you as in many cameos as we can. Yeah. Well, it's because, what they've been doing yeah. anyway, because they've been they've been putting major characters from other films into you know a new film or whatever to do the shared universe, mm-hmm. and it's not just one of them, and yada yada. And yada. it's a way for and them I, to I have Cap or, or Iron Man or somebody in more, and. They only and for the actor they only have to go in and do maybe two to three weeks worth of work. Yeah, they and then they're done. He's going to have a big part with Parker because he figured out his thing. Yeah, it, I'm I'm sure it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, am I like super? Oh my god! I can't wait. No, yeah. but that's more of my reaction to that character versus. But you were like that with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, I was more interested in than mm-hmm. I would be with this because I like Doctor Strange. It's more of like. The one that I'm anticipating would be um, the trailer for the last Thor film. Yeah. Because that would be interesting. You know, I love Thor. I love the first one. The second one's okay. Mm-hmm. It was a little disappointing. Which they've said and that I was like, supposed to I drop think, soon, too. Yeah. So that's the kind of trailer that I look at and go, okay, that was awesome. Or, oh, my God, I'm so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Seeing Guardians of the Galaxy, to see a full trailer, I'm sure you're like, oh, yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. And everyone's just like, baby, great I'm like, Everybody was like, I want a baby Groot. I want a baby Groot. It looks okay. And they went, they went. well, we didn't make it for a marketing reason. That's yeah, right. <laughs> they make it for a marketing reason, and Santa Claus ain't coming in a couple days. They changed the time great. frame so that they could use baby Groot, though, apparently. Mm-hmm. It, it, That's a slow-growing tree. Yeah. <laughs> it just stays that way. But, the, but you see him, you, you, know, you see him extend and, and okay. track. That's great. I have a feeling he's going to be full-grown Groot by the end of the I movie. I hope so. But... I just <laughs> not a chance in hell because now he can wear clothes, and he looks cute, and you can see the face better. Oh, it was it was and very play. cute. That that whole scene with him and Rocket, where you know, yeah, and I guess you know, <laughs> seeing it, I'm just like, okay, I am group. Oh, yeah, it didn't it didn't group? look bad, but it looked more fun than the first one. I think it it, it gives like the same the level. One. Yeah, it gives yeah. the same level of the same fun and the same. And kind that's of the joke. thing is. And so that's what made it that so much success. As someone like, for me that has had the the reaction of, it's just another Marvel film, that's kind of my right. problem. Where I see and go, okay, it's just another Guardians film. Like, why make the sequel if you're just going to make the same? Film? Did any of these trailers that we've talked about tonight like excite you? Where you're going? No, Ooh, these I've aren't films it. that I was looking forward to. No, and it, I mean, looking forward to in that I hope they're good, but there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing there like Avengers to see. Um, 
No. Huh? Oh my God. Who are the directors? The Russo, Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Good lord, I forgot their names. Avengers excites me because the Russo brothers are doing it. I've loved the last two Russo but brothers see, you Marvel must... films. Thor would excite me because I love Thor. Yeah. Other than that, the rest of it is kind of take it or leave it for me. I'm sure they'll be good. I'll go see them. And I'm sure they'll be fantastic. I haven't had a single film that doesn't have a two or a three in back of it that's disappointed me. Right. Because Iron Man... I'm glad they're not making another Iron Man. Because the Iron Man films that have numbers in back of them are terrible. <laughs> um, I'm sure Guardians will be good. Wait, you just said you, uh, something that has a two or three behind it hasn't disappointed the, you. The nothing that doesn't have a oh, two that or nothing three that behind doesn't. it has disappointed me. Because Thor doesn't have a two on it. Um, right. But even then, I liked, Thor, I liked Dark World. It wasn't great, but I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, so, but I, I mean... But see, you're also would, not a big Guardians people, reader or fan of, I mean, of the of the book either. I read Guardians more than you did before you found, saw the movie. No. Uh, oh yeah. Because I'd read the original stuff. I'd read the original stuff too. No, I'm not talking. Stuff, about... I read the stuff in the '90s with Jim Valentino. I yeah. read the stuff with Dan, Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, and I read the old uh, uh, Rocket and Groot stuff. Yeah. I knew the Star Lord stuff. I've known, I've known Guardians for a while. Um, but yeah, it's not my favorite sort of thing. And I I like the cosmic stuff, but Guardians never really. Because you, yeah, you didn't care, you didn't care that Manus was in it, right? No, I don't. It doesn't. That, none of that means anything to me. Uh, what I got out of the first one, the coolest thing in the first one was the Collector, but yeah. that's because I love Benicio del Toro. Right. Like I'd watch that movie like crazy. You know, like oh, the Collector is going to be it in the film, sure. Yeah. But I mean, again, it's not. I approach these kind of things differently. There's very few films that get me to that level anymore. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier did when I saw that first trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this looks so much better than I thought it was going right. to. Right. Expectations have a lot to do to, with it too. I mean, after Cap, a character that I liked, that I was disappointed in that first film to a certain degree, where I just th- didn't have as much bite as I wanted it to. When I saw the first trailer for for Winter Soldier, and we before that, I was like, ah, like in the Cap movie. This probably isn't going to be very good. And I saw that trailer, and that trailer got me. I was like, holy crap. This well, when awesome. you first saw that poster of Cap standing yeah, there. Yeah, the poster afterwards, I was like, the poster's amazing. And I went to see that film, and there hasn't been a lot of films in the last mm-hmm. 10 years that affected me the way that that one did in terms of like walking out, getting really excited to see it again. Yeah. Um, so something like that, you know, the Avengers trailer would have gotten me. Because the, obviously, Avengers, the event for Avengers would be so different. Not Avengers 2, but Avengers. So this type of things, it's like, Rogue One, because I'm a Star Wars fan, I mean, I'm sure whatever we see the trailer for Episode 8, yeah, that'll, that'll, I'll go crazy. But looking at their slate, because they're not doing X-Men films, most of my Marvel, my early Marvel history was X-Men stuff. Sure. So, like, the trailer for, for Days of Future Past got me excited. Even the trailer for Apocalypse got me excited. Did the trailer for Logan get you excited? Yeah, I love the Logan. Because they're supposed to, this. We're supposed to get another one this coming week. I think the Logan trailer was a, was excellent for a yeah. trailer. I mean, yeah. who knows? You know, you can have a good trailer for a terrible film, but the Logan trailer looked good. But and then I also, liked the stuff in it. So I was yeah. That's probably the last one. Where I I got to the end of that trailer going, damn, that's a good trailer. You know, we saw the trailer for Ant Man. I'm like, okay, saw right. the trailer for for Spider Man a couple of days ago, and I'm like, all right, yeah, it looks good. But again, in a trailer, it's hard to make it look bad. Sure. Transformers Five, um, Suicide Squad. Well, Suicide, no, Suicide Squad, Squad looked good. I mean, hell, the, the trailer. first trailer for Man of Steel was excellent. With I the think voiceover and him flying. Batman and, versus Superman. That Batman trailer. versus Superman had a terrible trailer and then had a good trailer. 
Right. And then had a terrible trailer after that. Yes. Um, but again, none, none of that actually got me excited by any means, but that was... It actually lost your interest in the movie. Yeah. The Wonder Woman trailer was fine. Right. I mean, it's, the Wonder Woman trailer to me at the end of it was just like, oh, it's World War One. I. I must have read that somewhere and totally forgot. It's just, it's approaching stuff from a different point of view, I guess, mm-hmm. where this type of stuff now that excites 15 to 25-year-olds on the internet, and they're just, I can't stop posting about how awesome Spider-Man is. You know, look through your feed. And people, I've watched it 15 times. I've right. watched it 20 times. Well, even, but the Guardians trailer was here. nice because it didn't give you, both trailers that we've got for Guardians have shown you the fun of the movie without giving you really any details of the plot. Yeah, so now yeah. you've seen all the funny parts. <laughs> so just go and see the plot, and you go, wait, I didn't laugh anymore because of it. I saw that trailer, and the first thing I thought in my head is, I think it would be freaking hilarious if Rich saw that movie and hated it. <laughs> is that what you really thought? Yeah, I thought that would, that would be the, that would be the funniest thing. Yeah, like walked out of it like Spider-Man 3. <laughs> you know, just walked out of it going, oh my God. Or, or even more like the morning after The Hobbit for me. Right. Where I struggled with the idea that I realized I didn't like that film. Yeah. You're just sitting in the morning going, I don't think I like that film. Oh, crap. <laughs> Love to watch you process that. <laughs> and just be going, I got to go see it again. And you see it again and go, no, it's bad. It, no, one more time. I'm pretty sure I got to get up to that $90 that I'm going to spend on the film. Did Brandon do that with Godzilla or no? No, Brandon. He, I think Brandon saw it? Godzilla twice. He tried to convince himself that yeah. he liked Godzilla. He did it for about a year and then finally admitted it was not a very good film. <laughs> it's funny because I think I had a better reaction to that film than Brandon did, where I was sort of like, no, it's terrible, but it's so dumb in some places that I actually enjoy right. watching it. Like, I've used it as a background film once or twice where I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's that one scene Godzilla's in. Okay, now it's done. See, I, I've I tr- I, that's another one of those. San Francisco. That's another one of those that I've tried to get all the way through like a second time and I, I can't do it. No, there's I, no point. To it. I have no interest in sitting down and watching that film. That, that, what I do now is, do I have an interest in sitting down and watching that film even? And there's very few films that I've seen in the last year or so that I could really go out of my way and go, I would sit down and watch that film again. Um, I was watching. Uh, I started Force Awakens last night. Yeah. While I was while I was putting up the tree because there was no one home. Uh, neither of my parents have seen it. You know, still living with parents with my father had a stroke so I'm helping him anyway um, so I was watching it for like an hour yeah. and just kind of stopped doing everything else and just watching it and going I need to watch this again I haven't watched this in a while I think I've still saw it twice in the theater I think I may have only seen it four times I think maybe five total because I don't have a, I don't watch movies at home very often right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of stuff you know seeing Civil War twice I was like oh, when Civil War comes, I, I want to see Civil War again but I'm trying to think of the last film I saw that I, that I went... Oh, I went to see... Doctor, okay, Doctor Strange I'd see again. So there you go. Doctor Strange, I said, yes, I'd like to sit down and actually watch that film again. But anything I saw over the summer... That was also one of the first films you said, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it in the IMAX. Yeah, that, that didn't work out. Because I'm like, I don't have any time. I still haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. Well, I've been oh. meaning to see The Arrival... Manoa yeah. and Fantastic Beast for the last three weeks. Mm. Fantastic Beast was and I pretty good. See anything until Rogue One on Thursday. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so uh, War of Planet of the Apes, starring Woody Harrelson. <laughs> well, no, it's just, it's funny when I see it because I know Woody Harrelson has actually been in a lot of these types of films. But sure. Whenever I see him, I always think of Woody from Cheers. Yeah. So, or or white men can't jump. So it's just when I see him, I kind of chuckle. He the plays first time. Woody. 
That's just, yeah. just it. He doesn't play a character. But that's him. I know. That's... Well, he's, I mean, if you go through the Hunger Games films, he's very good in them for the type of character that he's playing. Um, he's been in films, uh, he's in the, the film about the, the two the two army servicemen who have to go tell people that their oh, yeah, son or daughter has died. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not the messenger? Yeah, something like yeah. along those lines. So he's a very accomplished actor. So mm-hmm. it, it, he's got talent and everything. It was just kind of, it was just something where I heard his voice and I'm like... Woody, you know, I'm still here. The, the, the Woody on the behind the bar. It's yeah. like McConaughey. They yeah. don't change their voice. You, you can't really take McConaughey seriously, even though he has, uh, he has an, an Oscar, Oscar now. Well, when you look at some of the, those, when when Singh is the only one so far that I've heard his voice, and it sounds like him, but it doesn't have the drawl. Yeah. That he has, so. Yeah. Uh, well, both of them were in uh, True Detective, and they both did an you know an amazing job with that, and they they changed things up a little bit, but they were still they still play that that same no, and this is, there's because vocal that's what people character. Are looking for. Anyway, it, that wasn't the part. Um, liking the first two films more than I ever thought I would. That's yeah. the kind of I look at that and go, yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to go see that. Yeah, uh, because they didn't see. What's the first? Because they're they're wrong. Because the first one is dawn, dawn, and, and then it was or something. Rise, rise. rise. It was rise and dawn. That's what it was, wasn't it? No, it's it it's, rise and... it's dawn of the planet apes is the first one. No, rise of the planet the apes is it's, the second. No, one. it's the other way around. That's what's wrong with it because dawn should have been. Yeah, first. because it's it was not... it was really like out of order. I remember yeah, that. So the titles are the titles are rise out of, of the planet of the apes and then dawn of the planet of the apes. I've seen them both here. I know. I know. I watched the first one here. Maybe I didn't see the second one here for the first time. Probably. I'm probably not going to go too. see the third one in theater. I was waiting to watch it here because <laughs> I'm like, I don't care enough about that franchise. I'd rather go. I wanted to go see it. Uh, it was the Saturday that uh, after or a Sunday after Comic Con. It was playing in our theater. I'm like, ah, oh, the original. Right. See, and yeah, the originals, the, the 70s oh, the stuff is just Comic Con. Well, I, instead of like when I should have left on Sunday morning instead of staying, <laughs> I would have came and I would have watched it in theater but I okay didn't. so we had planet of the apes then rise of the planet of the apes then dawn of the planet of the apes and now war of the planet of the apes planet of the apes is the original yeah. the planet, planet of the apes There's is the mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah that's the mark Wahlberg uh, one. Oh yeah okay then oh. in that case then it's rise of the planet of the apes then yeah it's so the rise and dawn so the, the, the yeah. just, they flipped them um oh god the mark Wahlberg. no the the 70s stuff was really good the mark Wahlberg one's amazing Hey, look, it's an ape. What should I do? Why okay. are you a monkey? Why are you just screwing me around? He likes All right, to I made it from back things? to Earth. Okay. Oh, no, it's Abraham Lincoln. I'm in the wrong place. Um, okay. But did you did this trailer spark any interest more than... Not more than... I, I know I'll see it. I enjoyed the other two. Because so I think no I saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the first one, in theater. But I don't think I saw the second one in theater. I think the they didn't really have any interest in the first one because they're just like, oh, it's going to be humans are bad, and, and it, that's what it is. But it's just kind of like, okay. What what worries me about this one is that I know that the the humans seem to be more mobilized and the army is coming after them more. But I thought the premise of the first two was that the the virus that a virus had wiped well, yeah, out this most is, of the humans. Well, right. Well, this would be like Woody Harrelson getting people who are who have military backgrounds together into one pocket. Right. Thinking in terms of Walking Dead, how is there not someone who's been going around going, anyone with military? Okay, come with me. Like yeah. building an army of 
That's actual. Gonna, that's going to be the next spinoff series. It's going to be in Seattle, and they have a whole military you know, organization that they're working their way. Instead east. of fear of the Seattle? Walking Dead, it's afraid of the Walking Dead. <laughs> Why would it be in Seattle? Because uh, I was just trying to pick a different spot of the oh, country. It's not a huge military. Be Idaho. The Canadian military. Honest, honestly, if you're going to put together like a group of people, San Diego. Because yeah. you've got a Marine base and you have a Navy base in San Diego. So, But see, that's where basically them. where fear is. Well, no. yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, if you're going to do that sort of thing. And the reason that they don't have that in, in San Diego is because they nuked San Diego because and they destroyed it to try to destroy it but they yeah they destroyed the city up. yeah that's exactly it um all these zombies have gotten together trying to get variants so as we wrap things up rogue one premiere was last night and and i've listened shut, to absolutely no one shut down mm-hmm. hollywood boulevard yeah but all of them shut down hollywood well, yeah, because well, they had yeah, but this one they, they shut down. Right? They shut down. Yeah, like they shut it. They shut it down. Two early. blocks. Yeah, well, it always shuts down two blocks. It's yeah, but they this shut is, it down early. They shut it down a week ago because they were building stuff for it. Right. Basically. This was down by Pan. They did it at Pantages yeah. instead of at El Capitan or at the Chinese Theater. Yeah, they, Disney doesn't always do those in those. No, I mean they do them all over the place. Well, the 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 the, the, um, the Force Awakens they used. Every single theater, movie theater between El Capitan and the Chinese Theater as part of the premiere. So the Dolby Theater, all of the other little theaters there. So they got a massive amount of people in it. And this one, they just used Pantages. <laughs> and then they had a full-size X-Wing and a full-size TIE Fighter down there. Oh, they did a full-size TIE Fighter? Yeah, it, no, was, off, it was off of the street. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, that's neat because that's, that's what stars care about. They really want. They to took see... a lot of. There was a lot of people that you saw taking pictures in front of the X Wing. Well, yeah, because they're Disney tells them to. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure any of them could have lived without it. Yeah. It's always funny to see someone from the set go like, "Yeah, that was on set. I've seen a full size X Wing." Right. <laughs> I spent three months around a full size X Wing in a hangar. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Well, we uh, had, we had to be down there today before Farabella's uh, improv class. So we got to see they were taking down the X Wing, and we had to go around the block because of the detour. Mm-hmm. And one of they had another little section set up, and that's where we saw the Tie Fighter. I was like, ah! Oh. And there's like no one that's taking pictures with the Tie Fighter. I was like, that's pretty cool too. Well, yeah, they're the enemy. God, jeez. I'm surprised you actually know that. <laughs> um, but no, apparently the the reviews are coming out of it are really good. I mean, I'm sure they're not. You know, again, they're yeah. sequestering all the. <laughs> the I'm pretty sure yeah. Kevin Smith isn't coming out like. This movie is shit. Yeah. It is a complete turd, and it stinks. I think he, he learned his lesson By the after, way, uh, I want to direct another story. I mean, Kevin Smith's angling to direct something. Yeah. At some point, he's going to, you know, they're going to tap Well, you know, after after his, after his, uh, the podcast where he was talking about Batman versus Superman and how bad it was, and, uh, and DC went back and said, so, uh, do you want to direct a Flash? You know, you can direct a Flash for us, and maybe some Supergirl or something else. Oh, you know what? Batman versus Superman. I went back and no, saw it again. To, and to not have it, what will be interesting is the reaction after tomorrow, because tomorrow is Disney's media screening. Yes, that like four people on my Facebook page are going to. Yeah, I know so many people that were at the premiere too. And I'm and... just like, um, <laughs> we're not that at that point yet. <laughs> Disney doesn't care about us. Uh, that's going to be more interesting to try and not find people that say anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky to, to try to fly through and people just going, it's good, it's really good, and not have anybody say, oh, the part where the Death Star yeah. blows up right. and then they build another one was amazing. 
You know, no one's really said anything. The closest the part where I've Darth come, Vader just lays waste to everybody at the end. Yeah. That was awesome. the one we see in New Hope was actually the second Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> and then they the Jedi the one's the fourth. There's going to be a secret movie in between Empire and Jedi <laughs> where they build one and it blows they up, and the Emperor trying. just goes, "What the hell?" <laughs> okay, and that's four times is a charm. That's where he was like, "All right, build a new Death Star, and then go build them. No, take a planet. No, no, go somewhere and build a whole planet. Terraform a planet." Yeah, into a giant Reform it into laser a Death Star. I still love the the whole PSA that Felicity Jones put out, which says that I'm not Daisy Ridley, <laughs> and she starts explaining all the different things that's different about her. She's that's like, because there's been people that have. It's like um, it's like Elijah Wood and Dan, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, people always. You know, every time they see what one is of them. Elijah Wood mixed up with Daniel Radcliffe? There's a lot of, apparently a Elijah lot of people. Elijah Wood's like 20 years his senior. I know, and a lot of people in Asia do it too. Yeah, but well, Elijah that, that's Wood. Because Asians think all white people look the same. <laughs> to his credit, Elijah Wood does still look like he's 16. No, I'm not saying he doesn't look, but. <laughs> he does have a little look. If you take look. Lord of the Rings, Elijah Wood, and Harry Potter. If you yeah, if you put glasses like older, older Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings yeah. then maybe if you if you put glasses on Elijah Wood maybe a little but he said he Breaking said Elijah Wood starring in the next Harry Potter film he said he was at Comic Con and everybody kept confusing him for Daniel Radcliffe oh, so apparently yeah and apparently Antonio Banderas apparently Antonio apparently Felicity Jones is getting that now with Daisy Ridley. Yeah, she's like, they're like, wait, they're two different sizes, too. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't look the same. She's like, they don't I know look the same we're, we're both no. British and we're both white and we both have an accent, but... Yeah. <laughs> then they're both stars. Felicity Star Jones Wars. has an overbite. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, they, they're... No, I, I could never get... I, I don't see that. I mean, they have the same color hair, basically. Yeah. yeah. And they're British. No, that's the, that's British, the joke of the... Yeah, the they're British brunette women who star in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. But other than that... But it's great, and like if you haven't seen it, you should just take a look at it. It's somewhere online. Uh, so there's been four female stars in Star Wars: two American and two British. You know, most and most of the roles now in Star Wars, you you have to have some kind of accent. Some kind of, look at, I mean, look at the most of the characters now, especially in Rogue One. Next Star Wars film is all going to take place in the Middle East. Well, no, it's also you figure out hey, that the, the Empire is yes, British. Yes, we get that star? Yeah. That star? Let's go. <laughs> get the star? Let's go. You know that the... Uh, well, that was a big deal Start for... Start um, Come here. Because uh, I saw part of the, the interviews that... Um, With Riz? Uh, yeah, that the Star Wars... The, the web series... The Star Wars show did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And talked to Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. And how it was important to him to keep his accent. He's the first person with a Latin accent... Right. ...in a Star Wars film. And he said that was one of the reasons he wanted to do it because they said no, 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 you don't have to change your accent. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously not. The, the the product, the byproduct of the Empire all sounding British was happenstance because sure. it was filmed in England. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have the money to go fly in a thousand extras right. from America. Or and whatever. also in Britain, when you film in Britain, they they require yeah. that you use so many British actors. Well, you have to do that in America too. Not as much. It's not as much. It's there because it's a. Uh, <laughs> um, Oh gosh, who were we talking about? There was an actress that we were talking about at work, and my boss used to work for Universal, mm-hmm. and the oh, like the animal or something. One of the films he produced, their lead. Oh, it's Rachel McAdams. Okay. She's Canadian, right? They had to say that she was the only person who could fill that role. They had to write out letters to the Department of Immigration because the Department of Immigration said you had to hire an American unless you can prove that someone else right. is better. So they had to prove that Rachel McAdams was the only person 
that could play that role in that film. Right, but that's coming into America, where yeah. as in in Britain or in in England, they require if you're filming in their country. Well, it, I mean, I guess it is pretty it's much the same thing. thing yeah. But but if you, you have to you have to try and fi- you have to try and fill the roles with an American first. Right. In Britain, as an extra, yes, you have to fire. You have to try and fill the roles with local actors. Or you know, uh, even some of your English, smaller yeah. five and under roles and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that type of stuff. I mean, it's all that stupid. Yeah. But anyway, and again, a, 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 a market of happenstance or a byproduct of happenstance was that everyone was British because they were all extras. You weren't right. asking them to come up and go, "Hey, Lord Vader, the <laughs> dang rebels done blow up our base again." There has never been yeah. a southern accent, and in, there never will be because that, that's one of the things a that actually Asians produce stock market guy. Okay. Whoa, and then there's there's whatever you know, there's there's a deep well you maybe a southern accent because you have Jar Jar. No, because Ashley Eckstein was talking about um, well Jar Jar's accent when is, she was doing like when she was southern, doing the uh, right oh yeah but when she was doing the recording for Ahsoka for the audiobook, she said that some of the you know uh, characters that she came up with when was she was trying to do voices for them, and she called Dave Filoni up and said, "I think I just came up with the first Southern accent in uh, Star Wars history." He's like, uh, "You need to change that." We know it exists in the Guardian of the Galaxy universe. Yes, it does. But that's also it's from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just the Merle in him. <laughs> I'm from America. America. Um, Marlica. Oh, but uh, Marlica. Felicity Jones, uh, she had to change up her accent some because apparently when she says "rebel" or "rebellion," it comes out "webble," "rebellion," and she because she was on um, mm. Ellen or The View or mm. one of those stupid ones that, and she was talking about it and it, every time she she'd have to really focus on saying the R. And to get rebellion. This is a yeah. rebellion. I rebel. And she said the first time she said it, she's this is a rebellion. I will bell. <laughs> and even when she said, uh, may the force be with you, the first time she said she did, she was like, may the force be with you. And Alan's like, well, that didn't seem forced at all. She goes, we had to do several takes. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm excited about this movie. Um, I'm, the more and more I see, I, I've seen a couple, I, I've spotted a couple... Easter eggs already in some of the footage that they've shown. Well, I haven't seen anything anything since the whatever the last full trailer was. Yeah, like, I know the TV spot has two new shots in it that I haven't yeah. seen. Yeah, in uh, one of the TV shot, it, spots, I was watching a football game said, and it was on. And yes, they the LA Times or whatever did an interview with Gareth Edwards and he uh-huh. explained about the reshoots. And again, what else is he going to say? Right. You know. Oh, they took my film away from me and had who was who was the assistant director. That ended up shooting a lot of it, and then the rumor was that he kind of oh yeah 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 Tony yeah, he, something, right? yeah he, Tony he, yes and you he know? shot most of like B roll stuff and yeah even... and, and it, he was he was assistant director from the start right and then when they were Garrett that was working on other stuff in addition to it they said it was part of the way that he shot it and that they really went we like what you've done go do more and fix yeah they they again, said like the third last third of the yeah, movie is like a, a documentary of style like, see, see, see. And like again forty five days is still forty five days that's right. not normal and I've always allowed it to the idea that. Hopefully it's a good thing. Hopefully it is that you put it together and went, that middle makes no sense. We talked about in terms of Fantastic right. Four. If you would have shot, screen Fantastic Four for the first time, the new one, and then hopefully someone in that theater goes, there's no second act. What the hell just happened? <laughs> right. And f- if they had the time Ooh, that it, might be the worst movie I've seen in the theater. That's probably the worst movie you've seen in the theater. Um, so yeah. I forgot Mikey and I went and saw that. <sighs> I still it, haven't seen that one. <laughs> yeah, you went to see Batman versus Superman instead. Uh, you and I went and saw that. Yeah. 
To my credit, that is probably a better movie than Fantastic Four. You and I, oh, yeah. you no, and I, I would give you, there's probably more eye candy in that. You, just, me, just, and Mikey went and saw The Hobbit. You, me, and Mikey went and saw Spider-Man The Hobbit 3. wasn't, the, like, the, Spider-Man 3 was worse than The Hobbit. You, me, and Mikey saw Green Lantern. No. 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 You and me saw Green Lantern. Probably. I saw it uh, with Jeff. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. You went to that screen because we yeah. were, where the hell was I? We were doing something. How'd everybody? Just go. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, we were doing something. We were doing something else. Um, but anyway, yes, all the everything that everyone has said seems to be right. We'll see what happens. And give like our I review said, well, next week. That, when that came out, and Eric put it on my timeline, he's like, "Well, here you go." And I said, "I'll find out in a week plus three hours." He put it yeah. on Thursday at four thirty. I said in a week plus three hours, and he's like, "Well, who's counting it? Me. I just told you." Um, no, I'm. And then somebody it, was, looks, was it Emily or somebody put up a uh, a countdown a clock on there. There's been a countdown clock for a lot of different yeah. stuff. Um, I've been posting like the the days too, yeah. which really don't count because they're posting till Friday, and I'm like, I'm going on Thursday, right? So, um, my days are you know, ten days till. No, it's nine days till, or nine or nine and a half or whatever. Um, so we're going to do a review of it next Sunday. Um, I don't know. It depends if we can get everyone together. Mikey, are you planning on going before Sunday? Yeah, I'm probably going to try and go on Friday morning. Ethan, you're probably not going to see it, so. Where is that coming from? Didn't you say this was the one you were excited for? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was like, that's the one I specifically told both of you on Facebook that in this, in yeah. after seeing the trailer. Are, are you going this weekend? Because you said you, yeah. you, you said the trailer for TFA interested you, mm-hmm. but this was the first trailer that got you. To a point of like excited to see a Star Wars yeah. film. Yeah, when that first trailer dropped, that was the one that really got me yeah. pumped up to go see it. So okay, it. hopefully it's a different. Mm-hmm. But again, in terms of like what we're talking about with a Marvel film being a Marvel film, what when Gareth Edwards says we try to make the most realistic mm-hmm. Star Wars film that's ever been made, right? Something that's got a little more punch and bite and heart to it. Not yeah. necessarily heart. That's a bad word, but. Um, but has you know the same level or whatever, or, or puts it out in a different way. That's what I'm hoping for, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping this is. Yeah. I've got my fingers crossed. I mean, it's something like seeing the, the second season of Rebels to me is uh, such a step up from Clone Wars. Like, if yes. I watch the Clone Wars cartoon and then watch the second season of Rebels, I enjoy the second season of Rebels a lot more than anything I had seen in Clone Wars because mm-hmm. to me it was different. It had a lot more. It had a lot more of that that heart and that soul and that. Piece in it. And it doesn't exist without Clone Wars because it's so much about Ahsoka and Vader. Right. But again, following those characters and those pieces, it's the same thing here. Like it was knowing, a nice payoff for Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, knowing, knowing the, what I want to know about the Rebellion and mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to seeing in terms of characters that are not concerned about the light and the dark side, more concerned about that thing's going to kill us unless we figure something Would you out. like yeah. to see more standalone movies that are about the Rebellion? I'd like to see more standalone films that have nothing to do with you know, really Jedi's or whatever. I mean, because um, now, now the the Han Solo film has become a origin of of Han Solo, mm-hmm. which to me was kind of like. So we're going to see his conception. No, it'll be his origin as a smuggler, probably. Yeah, where it starts. Yeah. I would love to see a Republic Commando movie. Like so I'd like to. See, I would like to see. Kind of. I'd like to. If, if I if I had if I had you know if I was Kathleen Kennedy, I'd say I either want a Darth Vader film before mm-hmm. James Earl Jones dies, or I'd love to see a film on the grounds with the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a, basically a a, a a dark film of the idea of like what what the life would be for a stormtrooper after, you know, between four and five. Yeah. 
you know, what what are you doing? What is your day? You know, it's got to be. Why be are you here? Yeah. yeah. But, but Kevin, you know, it's, it's I wasn't like, I wasn't kidnapped. I wasn't cloned. No, if you read, I, I, did, if you read I needed Alexander a job. Freed's Battlefront. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the book has less to do with this thoroughfare plot, although it's it's fairly decent. But it's very jumpy because it's more to do with why these characters are a part of the rebellion. Your main character has no. It's not. I want to save the galaxy. No, it's like I like to fight. Yeah. I like to shoot people. <laughs> I I don't know what else to do with my life. The planet that he's on. He's a part of a gang very early, and it's this basically these warlords keep taking over, and so he keeps fighting for these different warlords until the Empire shows up and wipes them all out, and the Rebellion shows up and wipes out the Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he gets recruited into the Rebellion. See, I, I always thought it would be really cool is almost almost taking the, the, the very plot from Saving Private Ryan, but using Stormtroopers. And so you get to see the squad. Something along that idea. You, yeah, you have one of them that's a brand new recruit. You know, you I have mean, one of them I, that joined because he just wants to go out and kill. He, he that was that was the appeal of the Rogue Squadron comic in the book. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was. And that's the other very, thing I'd like to see is a is a X wing, you know, not necessarily Rogue Squadron, but you know, a, yeah, a you can do your own squadron. You can do yeah, Saber Squadron. You can do Red Squadron if you want. You can do do you the seventy seventh. Uh, fighter or uh, starfighter squad, squadron. Anything. I mean, you could do that with with the Empire too. Yeah. So that's the type of film I'd like to see, and then mm-hmm. that would make the saga films, which are really the light side and the dark, and and the pull out all this stuff. Do you like the idea of them staying of like close the to the saga films? They don't have to. I mean, you know, with within you know. They not not. I'm not saying that they. Well, need so far, to. all of their standalones are in original trilogy timeline ish. Yes, because mm-hmm. Han Solo will take place earlier, but obviously it has a connection to it. And they already. And uh, Iger, Iger mentioned in an interview uh, on the red carpet last night that there is a third standalone in development for 2020. They're not ready to announce what it is. They're probably saving it. Obi Wan. Sure. Well, the the the, the thought was because. Uh, what's his name that directed Fantastic Four that got fired was working on a script for a Boba Fett film. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking that maybe it's that's still what they're planning on doing and just waiting to, you know. It could be that they, they don't make that announcement until after the Han Solo film and something that happens in the Han Solo film, mm-hmm. you know, is... If it's in development, I doubt they can keep it a secret that long. They're probably just saving it until Celebration next year. Yeah. yeah. Or D23 or something where they'll mention whatever it is. Um I'm counting down till Thursday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully around 9.45 or 9.50, I'm happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not, it's going to be bad. It's going to be best. Well, let's see. You're going at, your, your show time is 8, 7.30? Mm-hmm. Just, so. don't, just don't say anything. Don't say, oh, I loved it, or don't say, oh, I'm going to tell so you it's point. terrible. I'm going to tell you. Don't, see, that's don't what he was afraid I was going to do after... Uh, after Force Awakens, and I didn't say anything. Yeah. I, I, I purposely didn't say anything after it. Yeah. I, I wanted to wait, and that's what I'll end up doing. I'll wait. I, I, I waited so we could actually have our, you know, our mm-hmm. podcast for it, and that's what I think I'll do. Is we'll e- either we do it Saturday night when everybody's here, or you know, whatever, or Sunday. Well, you know, if we record, it depends mm-hmm. on when everybody's seen it. Yeah, probably won't be here Saturday. That's when we'll all you know sit down and we can well, just, just discuss it. it. And we'll do it like the last we did last time. But basically, I. I had everybody do the aesthetic review and then get into serious questions. I mean, I've already mm-hmm. kind of started thinking of questions to put through it, and we'll just do it like we did the last Yeah. Time. Okay, so, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up to get to The Walking 
Dead mid-season finale, which will also be our last Walking Dead dead cast and for until February. I've only seen three episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And then you and Sebastian will be back this week for another comic painting. I think so. Because yeah, you had you you skipped a week and did last week, and we skipped Nerdables last week. So yeah, yeah, it's busy. All right, so. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Don't so check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show. And check us out on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week. I'm a girl named a nerd. Do it again. I'm a nerd. No, do the whole thing. I'm a nerd.